wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. And we're back once again. Movie Mayhem Podcast, your boys Matt, Brian, and we are this close to the new year. Ringing in the new year. Ring a ding, ring a ding. (laughs) (laughs) We just got through the holidays and we got ourselves some bomb ass gifts for each other. Yes, we did. Matt fucking came up huge. Not saying that the other years he hasn't, I'm just saying (laughs) this year because he dropped a new microphone for the studio. That's right. Being the big man. Fixing the studio every year, we get better, and this year, <laughs> you're hearing my. I hope right that doesn't now. come out as like a dick thing to say, but no, I was like so excited. Like I actually texted you like two days before. Yeah, it's like I think I'm getting a new mic, and you're like, "Don't." I was like, "Please no." <laughs> it's like stop it. I even told you when I bought this, I was like, "Do not buy yourself anything." Right. And then like, you, like a week before, two weeks before. I was like, don't <laughs> buy yourself anything. And the best was like, you go like, hey, I got your gift. I'm coming to where you work to give you this gift. I'm like, ah, just give it to me on Sunday. He's like, I kind of have to give it to you now <laughs> to stop you. <laughs> I had to stop the Brian Geddon right there. If you get, like, it, if you get in your own well, gift. It was funny because as I was talking to you, I bought a new microphone on Amazon. And then when I gave, fucking knew it. When you came, I was like, when when you left, I was like, well, cancel that order. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, and I started thinking to myself, like, well, that w- maybe I should have read my text a little. Sooner. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but I'm glad it it looks like it, it looks great. It's an awesome microphone, dude. Yeah, like, hopefully it sounds great. Yeah. And, it, 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 you could tell like it's a little different. Like the sound will be a little different be when little, you hear this yeah, episode. Yeah. And when you people hear the episode, you'd be like, "Well, these boys sound richer. Their mm. their timber is a lot deeper. Yeah. They're glowed up." Yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, and then Brian got me two dope things. He got me a collector's Red Ranger Legacy uh, helmet that is going straight up on the mantle. That's right. You know, and it, it it I actually uh, was contemplating being the Red Ranger for Halloween either this year or last year, and I was looking for helmets, and there I couldn't find one, but I was saw this, and I was like, oh, man, that's right. actually pretty cool. I didn't get it because, you know, I couldn't wear this, but uh, it's perfect because yeah. I don't have it. And then <laughs> you got me the... The most the, specific gift whole of, I think of all time. Dude, you got me the Will Smith number 14 Bel Air Academy basketball jersey. Yep. Dude, this is maybe the first or second basketball jersey I've ever worn, I've ever had. Right. And I'm going to wear the shit out of it. Now you can flex at the gym be like, "Yeah." Yeah. I it's play like, hoops. Wait, like what do you what do you guys do? Like right here, you pass it to Will. You pass know? it to Will. You pass it to Matt now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it it is so cool. It is so awesome. If you guys, if you tuned into our uh, TV themes uh, episode, you'll see that the Fresh Print is my favorite TV show. It was a ninety percent uh, hoax just to see what I could get Matt for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you were just fishing. I was just trying to get like, all right, well, I know Power Rangers, but what else can I? Do? <laughs> oh yeah, Power Rangers. My uh, when, yeah. like as a kid, my favorite know, like TV you, show as a kid. The Red Ranger is your spirit animal. Yes, so. yes, absolutely. Oh man. 
Yeah, it, they're such cool gifts. And so we're, we're riding high. Yes. Our mood all got damaged. We almost sunk low when we watched Wonder Woman 84. Right, we both have uh, similar opinions about Wonder Woman 84. We were going to probably do a review about it, but... Yeah. Uh, maybe we can, but no. it's this month is going to be tough. Maybe after... Because uh, we, we also ran a poll of what we should do in the new year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was mostly trilogies that I mm-hmm. picked. It was the Godfather trilogy. Yep. It was... Uh, the jaw, the remaining Jaws movies, which yeah. you said you didn't, it didn't add up. Like something didn't add up about them. Uh, you just I, didn't want to do them during during the poll. No, I was saying like, oh man, I kind of hope it's not. Yeah, it other, wasn't the other three Jaws movies. <laughs> they did not get a lot of votes. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the other? Uh, yeah, Godfather's Jaws. There's another sec- uh, collection of movies that I picked. Yeah, and then. The Godfathers actually were were a contender for a little while, but they lost out ultimately to uh, the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, which oh, it was the Jumanjis. Oh, the Jumanjis. The Jumanjis. I would do the Jumanjis. I would have too because yeah. those are fun. Yeah, they were fun. But uh, they got zero percent of the vote. That's crazy. But the Star Wars prequels got a lot of the vote. Well, when the Rocks new when they when the Rocks version when they make their third one, right, what becomes like actual Jumanji? Five Manji. Yeah, <laughs> four Manji, four Furious. Um, I then that I think uh, we'll maybe we'll do the trilogy for that, the yeah. quadrilogy. But also, you know what's funny? When I was making the poll, Bad Boys 2 was on TV. And mm. I was like, oh, I should have picked Bad Boys 2. Big sequel. Oh, the Bad Boys trilogy. Bad Boys, the Bad Boys trilogy. And yeah. I was like, ah, damn it. But uh, whatever. We were going to have, like, we were eventually heading towards the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. And so, now after Mandalorian. Right. We, how, how can we disappoint ourselves even more? <laughs> <laughs> how can we let ourselves down yeah, after that? January is going to be a downer of a month, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Bad Boys 2 is a great sequel. Oh, no, I love Bad Boys 2. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of my favorites. You know what was a great year for sequels? 1989. 1989. Yeah. Some might say no. <laughs> but others, like the two in this room, right. agree. Yes, yes. And uh, there was a lot of... It was a big franchise year. Yes. You know, we had a Star Trek movie, uh, an indie movie, uh, Back to the Future. We had uh, a ton of sequel movies. Yeah. And then we had 1989 Batman, of course. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, was Die Hard also 89? No. no it was Die Hard like was 88. 88. Yeah, yeah, just missed it. Um, but we also had one of the more polarizing sequels in sequel history. That's right. Some said it killed the franchise. Others said it kept it going. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the sequel to one of Brian's favorite movies. Yes. And maybe the only movie to bring in the new year to. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, some might say we planned it this way. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. A true New York movie. Oh, baby. We're talking Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2, where... I, I, the reason why I pick, I, like, I pick this movie is, A, yes, it is one of my favorite movies to watch, because it's, it is kind of dumb fun, but also, now, I feel that there's one scene at the end where it's just like... Yeah, that's that's super legit and hurts a lot more now. <laughs> when the mayor says, "Oh yeah, How am I supposed to go on TV and tell eight million New Yorkers to be nice to each other?" Yeah, oof. I'm like, all right, it's like we we get it. Like, yeah, we know. Like the Blasio list watches that one scenes. Like, you know, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> some people just don't get it. <laughs> I think uh, when he goes, it's. Uh, you're being miserable and terrible people to each other is every and, New Yorker's God-given right. Treating other people like dirt yes. is every good New Yorker's God. Yes. 
And I, I think that this movie, like, it's it's like Spider-Man 2. It's mm-hmm. like Sharknado 2. Mm-hmm. It's just this one movie where, like, it's, it's a sequel. It's not like Sharknado 2. <laughs> <laughs> where New York is a character. It's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I, I feel like, yeah, there are some mistakes this movie does make. Like, it could have gone deeper into the world of ghost busting. Like, mm-hmm. Why did New York City sue them? Well, I'll tell you why. It's New York City. That's mm-hmm. what we do. Yep. Um, you step on a church, you're gonna pay for it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it, it is. I think it's just more. It's more cartoony because the cartoon was yeah. so popular, and they were like, I guess we could just do some cartoon shit here. Yeah. Speaking of Ghostbusters lore, mm-hmm. I actually uh, after the movie looked up a lot about sort of the real life lore mm. behind the franchise. And oh, that Dan Aykroyd's insane? I didn't catch that part. Oh, Dan Aykroyd's insane, by the way. Just a I, heads up. I know he was... Try- I, I saw the part he was trying to make Ghostbusters 3 happen for like two decades. Yeah. But um, I saw the whole thing with the... After the, the original movie, the cartoon mm-hmm. is really what took off. Yeah. And there was a whole thing with the real Ghostbusters versus Ghostbusters and... Uh, which is a crazy copyright thing and yep it, it, it's pretty wild pretty i think it was filmation that had ghostbusters and then and then deke had the real ghostbusters mm-hmm. and they, it was supposed to i think they also said they were supposed to do like the reason why they got the cartoon out there is because they like they said to the ghostbusters that they'll get net profit the, the net profit of ghostbusters oh. and then because of hollywood being like we didn't make a profit on this movie. <laughs> and they're like, what? So they made, like, nothing. So anytime you hear the words... They didn't make a profit on Ghostbusters? No, that's what they said. Oh. Because net profit is, like, you could fuck that up easily. Oh, okay. So you could, like, just because you could move it things, move it places around. Like, right. well, we have to pay Bill Murray. We have to pay, you know, Sigourney Weaver. We have to pay the baby. We have to do this, this, hmm. and this. And then, so when you when you look at the books, it's like... We didn't technically make any money on it, mm-hmm. even though they made their money right. plus some. Right. They it just all went to where it was supposed to go. Right. Oh, that's annoying. And then even a little bit more other places. That's annoying. <laughs> yeah. So then they made the show, which ran for a long time. I think four years. Yeah. Yeah. And did very very well. Oh yeah. Until eventually it came time. I don't know when what made them actually decide to make the movie, because I know they they didn't want to make it. Yeah, Bill Murray did not want to do it. Right. Even Harold Ramis and Aykroyd didn't want to write it, but right. then they did the the old Hollywood. If you guys don't do it, we'll have someone else do it. Right, and so they did it, mm. and they made Ghostbusters too. Right, which now tell me the reception because you, I mean, you were still a little kid, but eighty nine. I I think this was the first movie I saw in movie theaters. Yeah, I I think I clearly remember going to. A very small theater, not in. I think it, it was in maybe Malvern. No, I don't. I don't know. Actually, it was a. It was a very small theater because there was mo- small movie theaters everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I it was think before AMC kind before, of took over the, that before like the big chain thing. Yeah, so there's yeah. just smaller places. And I remember going for someone's birthday because it was, came out in June, and I loved it. It wasn't as. It wasn't the reception wasn't as big as, you know. The original recipe Ghostbusters, and also Batman Mania was gonna be sweeping the nation. Running wild, yeah, yeah. So it was like it was. I know it did. I know it did well, but it wasn't like what they expected. 
Yeah, well. from what I saw, the original Ghostbusters made three hundred million. Yes, and this one made like two hundred in its opening weekend, and then like nothing after that because everyone <laughs> went to go see Batman. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like I think they they were the I was reading the IMDb trivia last night. This, uh, so budget was yeah thirty seven million dollars. It made twenty nine on its first day on its first weekend and two hundred fifteen overall. Yeah. Uh, they said that, like it was disappointing because it wasn't a the highest grossing sequel of all time. And it's like okay, yeah, like that's, it doesn't have to be right. Well, they, that's what they wanted. That's they were they trying want, to live yeah. up to Ghostbusters. Yeah, um, but to you the original. can't you can't repeat Ghostbusters. It's we talk about it all the time. It's very rare right. that a sequel lives up to the original or surpasses it in any way. And also, Ghostbusters uh, will famously like. A lot of people, like, in, like, film schools and everything would say it's a movie about nothing. Ghostbusters? Yeah. Like, the original? The original, like... It's, it's the not, Seinfeld of movies? Yeah, it's, like, you, like you, you don't... Like, if you take everything in it, and, like, it's... There's really not a thing... There's no connecting there's thread. no connecting thread, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, what do the ghosts have to do with, you know, a love story? What is... Yeah. It's, like, they Like, nothing really... It's, like, not... It's not a real thing, like... I, no, I... You kind, I kind of got that vibe the first time I watched yeah. it. So, like, know? trying to make a sequel about nothing... Yeah. It's like, uh. Although this one, I feel like it carries the thread a little better. Yeah. Maybe that's because the villain is a little more I think it's present. Cause, yeah, because it's, it's not... Because you have a villain who also has a surrogate. Mm-hmm. So now you have a face to it instead of like at the end where you have Gozer show up at the end and has the two, you know, the dog, Zool, and... and oh, they had Rick oh, Moranis. Yeah, uh, they had Rick Moranis. Why did, I for, why did I forget? Oh, my God. Zool and Cool? No, Zool and Cool. And... Zool and uh, Vince, Vince, Pathos, oh. Vince Pathos, the Keymaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vince Glortho? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to go about it for days. That's all good. That's all good. But yeah, so the Ghostbusters 2 comes out now yes. in 89, and lukewarm reception. Yeah. The critics kind of didn't Crit- like it. Critics thought it was a cash grab. Well, it kind of was. I mean, it is. Yeah. What, what, all what, sequels are. What, yeah, exactly. What major motion picture sequels? Like, no, we're going to do this one for the arts. Right, exactly. Captain America Winter Soldier. No. Well, no, even that is technically a cash grab. They're building a franchise. Right. They just happen to have good directors do it. Right, yeah. And I, honestly, I like Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters I, 2 is a lot, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's dumb fun. And, you know, yeah. it's one of these movies where, like, I know I get... Super critical about like movies where it's like oh you when people say oh you're supposed to turn your brain off and just enjoy it. it's like it's like I don't like saying that because turning your brain off you know how are you gonna live but like it's it's a it's a soft corner movie like it's like okay like like I'm just it's a it's a movie it's a it's a blanket movie like you could just mm. wrap yourself up in a cozy blanket of just like non logic and you're like okay. Let's is, keep it going. If Ghostbusters 2 is like just dumb turn your brain off fun, isn't that what Ghostbusters 1 was also? Yeah. How, why, how, why is Ghostbusters... What makes Ghostbusters 1 so much more esoteric Cause and... Because it doesn't have kids comedy in it? It did have more adult comedy in it. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the thing because also Ghostbusters 2 was... They were more aware of like the success of the cartoon mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, well kids are probably going to come see it. So we're not gonna have a scene where Ray gets a blowjob from a ghost. Mm-hmm. We'll, you know, we'll have more uh, funny scenes like a dancing toaster. By right. the way, awesome scene. <laughs> love that scene. Still love that scene. Mm-hmm. Still get a good huge kick at it every time I see it. Um, you know, we're gonna like it's gonna be 
you know, our big scary moment will be more, it's not going to be look scary. Our scariest thing is going to be a, a guy with blonde hair yeah. who was in Die Hard. There was one, yeah. 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 <laughs> there, there was one shot of Yanush, like, outside of, uh, of Dana's apartment, and his eyes light up, yeah. and the hallway light is, like, red. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a pretty spooky shot. Oh, yeah. There are, like, it, Janos was always super scary to me. Yeah. Even as a kid, like, the scene where he is a nanny flying yeah. through the sky yeah. terrified me as a child. That is Up creepy. until yeah. I was 22. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, I could actually watch this scene. Yeah, and then when they're in the tunnel. Oh, yeah. And then they the floating heads. Yeah. Like that, that would scare the shit out of the, me. As a the kid. whole train scene with the uh, Winston. Yeah, <laughs> and you know it's funny. Like that's a reshoot. Like that. Like hmm. they picked that up because a lot of like you could tell a lot of the times, wherever like Vankman's not in it, it's a reshoot kind of. Oh, interesting. So like, uh, yeah, because Ivan Reitman was like, he had a concern like like how your dad did with with Wonder Woman. It's like you know there's too much lovey dovey shit in there because hmm. he's like, oh, I focus too much on. Dana and Peter getting back together, mm-hmm. and not enough on like thrills and shit. So he did. He got, went back and he shot the uh, the fire scene where mm-hmm. they get trapped in the the photo the, the dark room. Right. And then he then they did the uh, the train scene because it's like okay, well we need more scares. We need to to up the ante a little bit more. So the all the scenes where actual supernatural paranormal kind of stuff happened. Right. Was not in the original in, shoot. No, like the original shoot, like. Ray got possessed by Vigo in the original. I, I, yeah, yeah. So like that was a threat. Like that was a that was a subplot that just got erased, which is annoying because they still put the beginning and end of that in there. Yeah, they put him looking at the painting, right? And then they put him getting possessed at the end. There's a clip in the montage where like they're driving around like pretty fast, and you mm-hmm. see Pete and Frank, uh, Pete and Spangler in the back, like going, "Whoa, this guy is crazy." Mm. The the original concept of that scene was that. Vigo took over and Ray just started driving like a like a lunatic. Yeah. But they yeah they cut it out for I guess because it just didn't fit the narrative. Sure. Yeah. I guess it, it's a whole other thing right. to explain. It, it would seem kind of jumbled if there was like a whole other plot in there. I get that. Yeah. But it was it, it's just a little more disjointed when suddenly Vigo is him now. Is like, Vigo is right? Yeah. Why didn't Vigo just do that to Janos? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Why? You could just be hopping through bodies. Like, yeah, like, like why on? do you need this baby to begin with? Also, you jumped out of the painting on your own. Right. You were just chilling there. Yeah, you were hanging out. Yeah, like, what's up, why bro? did you need this baby? And that's what I'm saying. Like, the logic is a little, okay. Yeah. But then you get you get past it, and it's just like, oh, that's still fun. Mm-hmm. It's still a lot I of mean, fun. I mean, it's still, like, all the Bankman, like, deadpan humor, still there. Yeah, and this is, I like that there's consequences to his, like, bullshit, too. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, in the beat, when he him and Dana are reintroduced to each other and he's like you know Dana you don't get it men want to be desired yeah. and be wanted and it's like well you called me the old bull and chain and that's when I decided to leave and he's like oh shit yeah. <laughs> and it, it's funny because like we think and we're and we're we're built up to believe as fans that like Peter Bankman's a smooth talking silver tongue mm-hmm. kind of like you know he gets the ladies and you know when he like when he finally Gets with Dana like that's it like he's that's that's Happily what that's what the sarcastic dudes always want mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver on the side and <laughs> a, you know a quick whip at the hip you know and it's and then you see it's just like nah people don't buy that shit after a while yeah because it's also like at some point you're gonna go too far yeah right and yeah. It, when you're 
courting someone, you know, it's like it's charming, it's mysterious, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of like like negging here and there, right. you know. And then when <laughs> you actually negging, yeah, kind of, I guess. But then when you finally get with them and you're looking for something deeper, and all you're getting is more sarcasm, and you're just getting bits, you know. It's yeah, like, it's tough. It's like you know, there's got to be something there, right. and. He didn't have in this movie, you know, the baby and him, the baby, the baby, starring Christopher <laughs> yeah. Walken. Uh, <laughs> Christopher Walken stars as Oscar. It goes, <laughs> wow, this I'm a baby now. Is taking me uh, to the church. Yeah, bathtubs full of goo. <laughs> but um, yeah, so if uh, so, he had the baby, and that kind of humanized him. Kind of showed he had a right. deeper kind of uh, thing to his character. And, you know, I, I could see why that would get Siggy Weaves back on his, in his right. camp. Uh, but what I did like, the other side of that coin, okay. what I really liked in this movie is that the characters talked to each other, especially, like, off screen. Right. So, like, you see him, like, she tells him about this painting, and, you know, he never reacts to anything. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, he doesn't outwardly show any kind of interest. Right. But in the next scene, when they're in the apartment... You know, uh, Egon's like, yeah, so this kind of lines up with what Vankman told us was bothering Dana. Right. So it's yeah. like he took what she told him seriously. And then he... And then he relayed that to the boys. Yeah. And it's just like, that is what a normal person would do. But there's so many movies where the boys would have no idea that that interaction happened. Yeah. Or, like, she would, like, not tell Vankman that that thing, that thing looks super weird and it's been, like, weirding me out. There's so many movies where... Someone is standing next to a Ghostbuster mm-hmm. and won't tell them that this thing looks haunted. Like this, you know, this has to get busted. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Do something. There's this. This movie it seemed to have a good amount of communication and common sense to the characters. Well, that's the team aspect that makes Ghostbusters so popular. I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. It's, it's like USA Hockey Team and Miracle, yep. Mighty Ducks, <laughs> Ghostbusters, best teams all yeah, the time. They had a great dynamic. And I know this This is the movie where um, Murray and Ramis really... They, yeah, they, they had a falling out yeah. for a while. I know... Yeah. Yeah, like Murray, like Murray, was it too many he, sarcastic quips? He's a difficult guy to kind of. He's like the one friend where you're like, "Oh, am I friends with you again?" Oh, mm. uh, yeah, okay, I get it. You're kind of funny, but it's like you're, you're but like after, like after a while, like it's just like man, it's like after a while, like you gotta go like, all right, dude, it's like either you're in this or whatever. Yeah, and I think they're like, okay, well. And, like, probably want to, like, get, like, okay, well, we can make, a, like, a real run at this. Like, we can make a real franchise because they knew, like, you know, the toys were, the toys were banging. Right. Because I had all those fucking toys. Uh, I bet. I did. <laughs> Every single one of them. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, like they, were, they were right. Like, this is a, pr- this, this franchise prints money. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be movies. It could be, you know, yeah, stuff. Yeah, the, and the like, cartoon, the, the coloring book, the, the toys, the, the video game. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's so much, like, the fucking... Plaster molds that they made with like, yeah. oh, like, what? Yeah, they made like these weird things that never worked. Um, you could fill up like this. <laughs> so this is how shitty toys were pre nineteen ninety three. Okay. So you fill up like a condom <laughs> shaped like a Ghostbuster. Mm. You're, all right, yeah, that's that's already already like, yeah. thinking outside. Like, well, it's kind of dumb. You fill it up with like like plaster. Uh-huh. Like shit, you like they put, gave you plaster. Like they gave you like legit plaster. Wow! You fill it up and you wait for it to dry, and then you have to unroll the condom off of it, mm-hmm. and then you could paint it, kind of like a like a like a 
Like what they do at the, that art store where it's like, I, I color think, me mine, I think it's called. But why wouldn't they just give you a mold instead of the condom? Because I don't feel like a condom is sturdy enough it's not. to keep that shape. Because once you let it dry and everything and you take the condom off, the thing snaps. Because it doesn't dry oh. completely. Because <laughs> with shit like that, you need like a kelm to yeah. heat it up. Yeah. But because you have a rubber condom on it right. to shape the thing as a Ghostbuster... You can't take it off, so you can't throw it in the stove. Was the shape ever good? Did the no, shape it looked look like good? a it looked like a white piece of shit. Yeah, with a Ghostbusters logo on. <laughs> I mean, could you take scissors, I guess, and cut the condom off? But then you can only um, make one. You can only make one, and yeah. you want to make bu- you'll make a bunch. Yeah, you spend spend your money on it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Disappointing. But I mean, the action figures are probably the action sweet. Figures were dope. Yeah, I love. But they were the action figures of the cartoon characters. Right. Yeah. But the cartoon characters were still. Do I mean, they look like no. the act? No. Not no, damn. not at all. Damn. <laughs> like, it's kind of funny. Like, Ray looked like kind of a human Garfield. <laughs> uh, I mean, Winston looked like Winston because, you know. But Egon was like six foot eight and blonde. Blonde? Yeah, Egon, yeah. He was, six foot eight? He was, a, he, was a, he was like a tall. Like, they had like the, the, the cartoon like stereotype forms where it's mm-hmm. like Ray was the fat guy. Yeah. Egon's a tall, skinny guy. Uh, Pete's the uh, the normal looking guy, right, and right. then uh, Winston's the athletic dude. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, and they had different color uniforms, so like nothing oh, really, really matched. Huh. Yeah, but like orange jump, orange prison jumpsuit, and kinda, then, like, like one like uh, Egon, I think had a like a dark blue. Mm-hmm. Ray had a an orange like a dark like a like a burnt sienna, I guess you would call it. <laughs> uh, Pete had a, a brown uniform, and uh, Winston had like a acid wash blue. Oh wow! Yeah, but it's still cool because you got the Ecto One, Ecto One A. Yeah, got the the firehouse which I had. All cool shit. Yeah, I mean that, that that's pretty shit. sick, but um, but yeah, so the the. So yeah, you said that that Ramos wanted to make a run at the franchise. Yeah, he was like, all right, let's Bankman give it. A, he's like, let's want, give it. Yeah, Murray didn't want that. Murray and Murray was, you know, he's a difficult guy to work with. You can't mm-hmm. really lock him down. It's like the only place he like he won't do. Like now, he would be. If you think of it, like people like who have podcasts, like big podcasts, like would, they would love to like just sit him down for like twenty minutes and talk to him. Mm-hmm. He'll never do it. Right. He'll just show up random places because he's made his money. He doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. He'll work for only a couple of people. Like he'll he'll work like for Wes like Anderson. Wes Anderson. He'll work for uh, money. He'll work for a lot of money. <laughs> but like he's 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 kind of like an enigma. He's he's kind of an enigma, but he's very stubborn on what he wants to do. Like he's ve- now he's very picky because mm-hmm. he does he. Because he's he buys into the fact that he's Bill Murray, right? Yeah, jeez. Well, it's sad. Yeah, but uh, this that's kind of where it comes to this being what they call the death of the franchise, right? Yeah. Because after this movie, you already have a hard time getting Bill Murray to stick to anything. But then it also doesn't make that much money, and or yeah. as much as they wanted a project uh, projected yeah, as much failure. As projected, yeah. Yeah, and. I mean, two hundred and fifteen million dollars in nineteen eighty nine is still a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but it's not even as much as the first one. No, but then there's a lot of like trilogies where the second one doesn't make as much as the first. No, yeah, and they still make a third. Yeah, but I also think that they work it into a contract. I think this is mm. pre those contracts. Mm. Like, I don't think they did that with Term- like with Arnold and the Terminators, where it's like, okay, we'll make two while you're in super shape, right? And then we'll make three twenty years later. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so don't worry about it. <laughs> well, uh, when we say that the Ghostbusters 2, we say this about a lot of movies. Right. That they're New York movies. Yeah. Ghostbusters 2, I think, uh, it's kind of like, do you, you call Die Hard, we talked about this recently too, you call Die Hard a Christmas movie, because not only does it take place in Christmas, it captures the spirit of Christmas, right. and Christmas is innately uh, tied into the plot. Right, you can't take Christmas out of Die Hard and still have it work. Right. This is something similar, where not only is the movie set in New York, um, not only does it capture the spirit of New York, mm -hmm. but New York is innately tied to right. the plot. And it would and a lot of things would only work in exactly. New York. The slime like, is the slime like, one I don't think would work anywhere else. No, like. because New York is known for how bad of an attitude we have. And I, I like say they for, kind of explain that. I was gonna say for the subway system. Oh that's like, true the, too. Like, I know other places have subway systems. That's true too. But none are as, as old and as you know, built on top of like that's why I always I always laughed at the Spider Man three subway fight mm. where it's just like, like Sandman, yeah, where it's just like fucking random like just free floating yeah, subway yeah, tracks. Yeah. I'm like, that's not how it is. No. It's just like tunnels of dirt, yeah, <laughs> with, a, with a track in it. And like when they showed the old pneumatic transit, like this, like and that's what a lot of shit looked like. There was a couple of subways that still had that like tile work. Mm -hmm. Like, it's old, that's old New York. And I know, I know we mentioned it, like, with Futurama, where they would build a new yeah. society on top of the old one. It's it, That's kind of what New York, like, all right, we'll just cover it up, build on top of it. Right. And I, I loved that setup. Like, that whole set was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with the river of uh, slime river going of slime. through. Because New York is New York, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I like how the <laughs> plot kind of, explains why New York is, is so angry and shit. Because <laughs> yeah. we're like, it's, I could you can imagine, like, if it's in our sewer supply, the ooze is probably in our water supply, <laughs> you know? Or just being constantly, like, doused with trace amounts of evil ooze right. that's turning us all into miserable fucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it all leads to a museum. Of course it does. Of course it, it always does. It always does. It always does. And, uh, museums. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Why do we still have those? It's where all the evil in the yeah. world comes from. Just have one big like place with a Google keyboard. Like, yeah. Google. <laughs> there it is. That's that I love museums. Yeah, but, no, they're um, fucking awesome. Yeah. It's not like, especially in New York, they're just the best. Yeah, no, we got the best museums. The Smithsonian I, I liked until Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> I did, you know, I would give it credit. I did have that same reaction to the Air and Space Museum, hmm. but I was in fourth grade, yeah. so, I mean... Oh, but were you able to uh, to immediately pilot a modern fighter jet? After yeah, that? I was. That was that was that we ended. That's how we got back. <laughs> right. It's like being able to ride a motorcycle because you know how to ride a bike. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this brand new technology. Uh, click, 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 click. Oh, I fought in World War One. Yeah. Where oh, we geez. shot planes out of a rubber band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman eighty four was problematic. You could watch it. Make your own mind up. We're yeah. not going to do a review on it now. No. Yeah. Not at this point. But. Um, but yeah, so uh, I really like that. The only thing, the only downside to that was uh, all of the New York, that kind of cliche of like New Yorkers all coming together in the end for the common I feel good. like this is the best one, though. This and Spider-Man 1. The, yeah. And, and Spider-Man 2. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> just keep it going. And, and Spider-Man Spider 3, the great one. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, Spider-Man 1. You messed with one of us. You messed with all of us. 
And then <laughs> the other one is Fat Louis, just like, ah, get, get, the, get the guy his mask. Yeah. He's no younger, no older than my son. <laughs> yeah, but jeez. Uh, He's 45 years old, just like yeah. my son. <laughs> You're trying to make Tobey Maguire a young man. I, like, that whole New Year's Eve at the, at the museum, mm-hmm. I fucking thought it was fantastic yeah because not only is it like you get them at their lowest point where it's like uh here we're coming in like this like the good old days we're just gonna bust this good, uh, negative shell and we'll be right there but they know they know it's made of pure negativity oh, they yeah. know that shit's not gonna work they know their, their proton packs don't work like that and then they go to the statue of liberty <laughs> yeah the statue of fucking liberty yeah and walk it across <laughs> some can call that a retread of the michelin man of the of uh, the stay of the stay puff of the stay puffed marshmallow, you could call it that. Yeah. Or you could call it a goddamn know. good time. Yeah. <laughs> With Jackie Wilson. <laughs> With higher playing the whole time. Oh, that's like. Oh, I love that. Like, because of this movie, I love that song. Like, no, it's a great song. It's a fanta- and that's a fantastic remake of that song. Yeah. Because it's so like it gets your going, baby. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. When they when they're coming down, I guess Central Park West, <laughs> and they're just going, they're walking down the street with the six people that are just really pumping up New York. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which I always find funny because like these pre CGI days. When they have crowds, it's like you could really tell. It's like, okay, well, our budget only allows for ten people deep. Right. <laughs> like, let's just do that. Although I do like that, because you're thinking like New York is such a miserable place, mm-hmm. and they really make that clear in this movie. And they're like, what is the one thing that New Yorkers all come out and for the same cause and get behind so many times a year? Parades. Right. New Yorkers. Love parades. Tri- like, everybody loves a parade. Puerto Rican Day Parade. St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day Parade. Pride Parade. Columbus Day Parade. Columbus Day Parade. Thanksgiving Parade. Christmas Parade. They love parades. But, they, I don't know what it is. Why Why we see things floating through the through the streets and we got it. Because you know what? Because it's nice to look up in the sky and not get a pigeon shit in your face. I, I guess. It's nice to see Bart Simpson riding his skateboard down Girls wearing flags as outfits. Yeah. You know? Bands. Yeah. Lots of yeah. marching bands. Just, uh... On another day would be annoying. Any other day would be annoying. Because <laughs> uh, usually they do it in the subway. Right. And it's annoying. <laughs> Showtime. Uh, <laughs> but now... <laughs> but you make it a parade, and now all of a sudden, every New Yorker can get behind it. Yeah. They're all, like, cheering for the Statue of Liberty like that giant shell of negativity isn't right. there anymore. Yeah, they all switch their focus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, she's coming down the street. Hey. Oh, like, yeah, it's not Jackie Wilson. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and also another thing New Yorkers love is the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not like they... Hate going there. <laughs> no, yeah, it's good to it's yeah. great to see from afar. Right, it's like oh cool. But you, you never want to actually make the trip. No. So what's the greatest thing you can do to excite a bunch of New Yorkers? Bring it to them. Bring it to them. <laughs> That's what they like. That's how they like their pizza. You bring it to them. <laughs> if I see the Statue of Liberty walking on the streets and I see the Ghostbusters hanging through their crown, right? It's Just a wrap driving for it, me. Driving it with a Nintendo big controller. Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Statue of Liberty walking down the street right. with the Ghostbusters staring at her crown for me. That's right. That's what does it. I, it's oh my god. Like I, st- like to this day, the smile on my face when I see that whole process mm-hmm. of them sliming up yeah. the 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 legs of 
the Statue of Liberty and her somehow having a better stride than Wonder can, Woman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Because it's just a dude it's just a dude in a costume. Yep. Uh like I just am so happy when I see that. And I, and you know I think that's the point yeah. of that scene is just to have like to have joy, have positive feelings. The song adds to it. And like when it gets to, when they get to bring the the, the, fi- yeah. the fire goes, bring the hammer down. They bring the hammer down, oh. and like it just like they're they're. It looks like they're all having a good time, even though under the surface they're all like st- like steaming. Except Ernie Hudson, I think he just keeps it cool. Yeah, man, he's just cool. He's just happy to be he's there. A cool cat. And he just hey, keeping it real. But <laughs> like you look when they bring the hammer up, the music swells, and then boom, baby, mm-hmm. it's like yes, mm-hmm. yes, and they would have fucking murdered Janos right off the top of the bat. Oh yeah, <laughs> like last couple. Oh down yeah. On them. Cut a, a death every, of a thousand cuts. There was a baby in that room. Yeah, <laughs> with all that glass coming down. <laughs> or did I thought she snatched the baby before? It Maybe she's. I think she snatched it because like Cause she was, saw it like coming. Like, yeah, but there, there was still a baby in that room. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah I fucking like there's certain things like that scene I love the the subway head like the subway like the Winston Echo. Yeah, the whole subway scene was really S- cool. Still like oh still gets me. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's weird, like, to review this movie, I mean, it's been out for since 1989. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost 30 years old. Mm-hmm. That is, no, it's over 30 years old. Uh, it, yeah, yeah 31. 31 years old. It, it's, it's not, I mean, look, it's a Ghostbusters movie, there's not, like, a crazy, like, oh, look at this shot, look at that shot. It's pretty much... There are a couple of cool shots, yeah. but... I mean, like I said, that Yanosh shot right. in the hallway was cool. When she but that's like an effect shot. It's not like, you know, like a cinema, like a... That's like, true. You know, here's the expanse of like, you know, when Dana walks out of Peter's... Apartment. You know, apartment get, I did notice that tracking. Yeah. You know, even though he's, he's a down-on-his-luck, t- third-rate TV host, has a one-bedroom apartment. Right. But look at the one-bedroom. It's yeah, like huge. Exactly. That, that's the classic, like... Classic New York. New York movie thing. New York real estate. Or so show, easy to New York real estate, yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, one, a, another scene that I really liked was when they were on trial. Right. With, oh. with fucking Louie as, uh, as their lawyer. Old Rick Moranis. Oh, Rick Moranis. I was excited when, he, when I saw him come back. I was like, oh! I like that he, like, they kind of made him a goof like <laughs> he was more goofy this one i mean he was pretty goofy in the last one too yeah. but he was a little by making him more goofy it makes you forget that he was the bad guy in the first <laughs> one <laughs> I, I think like he's he was so like that was that 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 courtroom scene is so much fun so much fun and I, then the Scanoli brothers come back. Scalari brothers. Whatever. <laughs> the Cannoli brothers. The Cannoli brothers came hey, back. Oh no! I eat those pizzas. They're gonna wrap me in dough. No. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. have uh, I, one of my co-residents, the, the one of the sweetest girls you'll ever meet. She, her father owns Cardinale Bakery. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and he owns a, a La Bottega. He makes all the bread for every La Bottega hey. restaurant. All right. So you know. She got money. And bread. And bread. She got bread. <laughs> she got that bread. So uh, we call her the Princess of Cardinale, and we say that she lives in the Cannoli Mansion. Because <laughs> her, her house is huge, oh, and man. you know it's from all the cannoli money. Yeah. So we, we call her home the Cannoli Mansion. And then her, she's, they're all, they're super Italian, oh, the family, oh, I, so, yeah. as you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, so it's always, like, just, I'm just make, constantly making Italian jokes. <laughs> Yeah, it's like pretty offensive. <laughs> like she's pregnant now, and oh, good for know, her. yeah, we're trying to find out like 
She doesn't want to know the gender if she's going to name the kid, you know, Carmine, Giuseppe, Dominic, Giovanni, you oh. know, Vinny, Tommy the Third, Steve. Yeah, or if it's a girl, Mia Bella. Oh, you know? all, those are all very lovely names. But every time I mention it, right. she's like, no, no, that's my cousin's name. It's like, oh, I can't, that's my brother's name. It's like, no, that's my niece's name. Like, they, her I whole family's already... Go list, man. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah. funny thing about cannolis. Uh, but yeah, the Scaleri brothers. The Scaleri brothers. And they had to, like, bust them, and then the... So the design was actually a, a take on the Blues brothers. Ah, One cool. kind of skinny... Yeah, one, one kind of tough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then they had to, you know, the fucking judge had to eat his words. But then, this is that the same EPA guy in this one from? Like, no, this is this a new character. The 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 guy that locked him up in the. Oh no, it's a different guy. So he wasn't involved in the first one at all. No, he was just a jerk for no reason. Yeah, pretty much. He, I guy. thought there was some history there. Well, yeah, no. Well, it's just Kurt Fuller, the guy from uh, the No Holds Barred, mm. just being Kurt Fuller. Y- yeah. He uh no yeah he uh he's just a he's just a dick he's just an obstacle in their way to get to the next obstacle right uh and I think that's where a lot of people are like oh he's just the same character except he you know put them in jail this time right it's like okay well whatever he's still funny yeah yeah I mean you, when you first described this movie to me I asked you like all right so what's what's the deal with Ghostbusters two he's like oh it's just the same thing as Ghostbusters one. Well, I, you, know, I, you should you should know by now. Don't ask yeah. me to describe a movie. Yeah. If I like a movie, I'm going to undersell the shit out of it. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of... It is. It hits a lot of the same beats. It hits a lot of the same it's beats. It's Peter and Dana trying to get together. It's a giant thing walking down the street. Right. It's people getting possessed by a ghost. It's a bureaucratic them, bookworm right. getting in their way. You know, it's, it's them going to jail. It's yeah. uh, them standing in a row looking heroic. Yeah. It's them becoming... A renaissance painting. It's them being down <laughs> on their luck without very uh, good business. With business not doing too well in the beginning. And a sweet montage of them kicking ass, yes, baby. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it hits a lot of the same beats. Right. It's a lot of Peter Vankman quips. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that are those not all the amazing things about Ghostbusters? I think, <laughs> yeah, honestly, like... Those are some of my favorite parts of Ghostbusters. Like, yeah, the go- but and you look back at Ghostbusters, there wasn't a ton of ghost busting. No, yeah, like, you didn't see it. Like, and I know a lot of people are like, well, the effects are this, and like, it's like, well, which is it? Do you not like it because it's a sappy retread, or do you like? Do you not like it because there's too many special effects? Which it's the eighty, it's eighty nine. Like, there's yeah. a, a gonna be a current trend of movies that have. An annoying amount of special effects. It's not going to get any better. Not until Terminator 2 yeah. do they figure it out, yeah. which is three years. And then they like forget right after. And then they forget, so, them. They forget all the lessons they learned that James yeah. Cameron gave them. Yeah, they, they, they took the word of Cameron and they... And they bastardized. Yeah, they <laughs> but yeah, it's... I but that, think, that said... Right. I think they just maybe wanted another... Conti- like To continue the story further down the line. Maybe not have it focus on the same people we know mm. maybe just have like more growth to like maybe another character has an arc well they did that in 2016 right they focus on entirely different characters they did and nobody liked that movie no. we found we found it eh. we, we found, found it, it in eh. the middle well now that i see the now that you know now that you've seen all the ghostbusters yeah now that i just you know recently like they're fresh the originals are fresh in my mind now mm. yeah yeah the 2016 really doesn't add up it's not that good 
Yeah. Uh, because they don't have defined characteristics. Mm-hmm. They they are all trying to be Peter Venkman. They're all trying to be Venkman. When they need to under like they needed to understand like why, you know, Egon is funny mm-hmm. even though he's not you know Mister Yuck Yucks. Why right. Ray is funny. Why Winston is funny. They they never really got that because they all want to be you know just cutting it up. Yeah, like the they, first scene where Egon's like uh, doing all these emotional experiments <laughs> like, on, on people. It's like yeah, yeah just raising the, the temperature. Yeah, or like he tells like no, Bankman never mentions you, and then like scans her to see. Like, she, he's like, oh, she really likes a puppy. Let's see what happens when we take it away. <laughs> and uh, you know, raise a called books, and, mm-hmm. like which uh, I thought was it, it's always funny to see. Like yeah, but yeah, like it's. I don't know. It's, it's like Ernie just kind of living his life. Not he's not having kinda, a hard time at all. Like he's, he's got another job. He's yeah, exactly. Saying, he just moved on. He's, he's like Ray needs help doing the birthday thing. Oh, speaking of the birthday mm. scene, where you know the kid that goes like, "Yo, my dad thinks you're full of crap." Mm-hmm. That's Ivan Reitman's son. Pretty crazy, right? That Ivan Reitman's son is directing the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out next Whoa. year. Whoa! Full fucking circle. Man. Wow! <laughs> yeah, that's Jason Reitman. Wow! Yep. Well, I know Jason Reitman's done a good movie or two. He's done a couple good movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. So that's next year. Was that supposed to come out next year? No, it was supposed year? to come out this year. Right. But we had some things happen. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm excited for Afterlife. Yeah, I think it would be... Kind fun. of. I think as long as they, you know, don't... I, th- I, I think because it... I don't want to like insult Paul Feig because he sucks as a director, because mm-hmm. uh, he does suck. He's he's bad. He's not good at it because mm-hmm. he 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 tries to be too friendly. Mm. Where you kind of like if you if you look at like a lot of directors that are are good that make like good movies, they are a little bit more compartmentalized. Where they could be like, okay, enough bullshit. We gotta do like we gotta get this stuff done. Like look at Michael Bay. Everyone that says off. Camera mm-hmm. is a real nice guy. He's a sweet guy. Sure. But when you're working with him on set, he's the biggest dick in the world. Because mm. he's like, I got to get this shit done. Like, this is what we need to accomplish. Right. Like, we can't just have four hours of fucking improv. Right. It's like, we got to get it done. Uh, but I think with with him, it's that he, he's, he's they working. They couldn't even put four hours into writing the scripts for right. his movies. It's like, look, we got a lot of explosions I got to get to. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of boobies I got to show. <laughs> Right. Snap it up, baby. Right. Let's go, Will. <laughs> but yeah, I think I I hope that and they're going with kids in the next one, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the kid, the main kid, right? Finn, whatever. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, good actor. Good actor. So that's good. Yeah. Um, hope. Do you think they'll bring in the the ghost of of Egon? I hope not. Yeah, that'd be weird. That right? would be very weird because that'd be like Marvel bringing the ghost of T'Challa. Right. Well, but it's Ghostbusters though. It's still very weird. Yeah. To be like, hey, I'm Harold Ramis. <laughs> I know. It would be. It'd be very weird. Yeah. Because I know, like, I think I read somewhere that like Bill Murray wanted to be a ghost in right in Ghostbusters three. In Ghostbusters three, and they're I, like, I thought he just said that because he knew they would never kill Peter Fink. Exactly. That's why he said it. That's yeah. Why he, yeah. Yeah, because they're like, yeah, we can't kill him. And it's like, but I want to be a ghost. Because mm-hmm. it was like more about passing the torch, right. I think. But yeah, all right. So, how far in are we? Forty-six and a half minutes in. Oh wow! I think I think we pushed this boat 
We, we've we've moved this Statue of Liberty as far yeah. as we're going to bring this. We brought statue. the Titanic to shore. <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never. Well, I, I, I saw What did that. you think about the soundtrack? Oh, great, great question, actually. Yeah. Great question. So, I... Uh, when I when it, they first started playing it, I was just like, "Oh, it's like a new Jack Swing version." Yeah. This is like, why does this not get as much hype as the uh, as the Ray Park Jr. And uh, you know, they play it a few more times, and I'm just like, "Yeah, okay, I'm I'm behind it." And then they play it during the credits, and I actually hear the full thing, and was like, "Oh, <laughs> song's not that great." And then I found out it was Bobby Brown. Yeah, Bobby Brown. Oh, uh, is it uh, on our own? It did that thing. That no, it's a tenor, yeah. Guy. Yeah. So, sometimes I was so there. It was some scenes I was feeling it, right. like when they finally get out of the the mental asylum and they're riding down the street and that right. song's playing. Uh, like I was getting hype. I think in New Ghost City, I think it's called. Oh, that's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, I was getting hype. I was like, yeah, all right, we're back. You know, all on our own. But um, but it does that. The lyrics do that thing. Where he just describes the plot in a right. rhyming way. Yeah. It, to be fair, Will it's, Smith literal, does it's do. literal lyrics. Yeah. 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 And it's like that. Oh, I always thought was kind of corny, you know. So right. I didn't really get behind that. But overall, I see why it doesn't have the. I thought it was a cool like it's st- it, like get, getting with the times kind of thing. It's a turn of the decade. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Like, to go into the 90s. That's kind of the sound going into the 90s. I, I, I get that that would be, like, Do you know Bobby Brown was in the movie? No. He was, when they went to the mayor, when they went to Gracie Mansion, mm-hmm. he was the guy who was like, yo, can I get a proton pack oh. from my brother? And oh, like, wow, that was Bobby Brown. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, cool. Like, you have other things to worry about, Bobby Brown. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think a proton pack's going to Oh, man. But, uh... Yeah, I, I thought it was cool, but it's not the type of song that I would listen to outside the context of watching the movie. I would say put it on at the gym, see how you feel. Yeah? While you're hitting those reps. Yeah? No, no. Oh. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's such a, like, a goofy like late 80s, early 90s like soundtrack where it's like, okay, like the Jackie Wilson re- Jackie Wilson remake, fucking fire. That was fuego. Um, yeah, Bobby Brown, is always, it's always funny to hear that song. Yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> there was only two songs in the movie. Then there was a, there's like maybe a couple other ones, but like they're not as like popular. Right. And then uh, and it is like a lot of the the instrumental shit. Which, mm-hmm. All right, whatever. I I do wish for, at some point that they did have the original theme in it. Right. You know, even if for like a little bit. Right. You know, um, instead of just playing the the new one over and over and over. <laughs> well, they had to get it. They had to yeah. get it, and I think they were using the uh, original for. No, they maybe not for the cartoon. I don't know. Maybe they were. Yeah. I don't remember. It's been so long. Right. I'm but not going back and watching those cartoons. No, you, those need to stay in your memory. <laughs> they need to stay or, yeah. fresh in the in the brain. And it's not like I could buy any of the toys again because they're all so fucking expensive now. I bet. Yeah. Well, you have the Funkos. Yes, I do. I have all the Ghostbusters plus the uh, the Stay Puffed and Slimer. Slimer and a retired Egon. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So. What's that in the back behind all of them? Which one? Uh, oh, that is the, something Mikey got me from Comic-Con. It's like a, pr- a 3D print of Peter Bankman. Oh, cool. It's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't really seen anything else like it, so. Yeah, yeah that's pretty sweet. So, yeah, so, um, you know what, Brian? I think 
I think we should give it a grade before we shoot it. Yeah, all right. So I will say... <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. So I will say it's somewhere between a 7 and 8 for me. Yeah, I was thinking a 7.5. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a nostalgic 7.5. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I don't know. It's nostalgic for you. It is. For me, it's not nostalgic because I didn't watch yeah, it when you I was were, a kid. Yeah, you weren't even born then. Yeah. Yeah. So, for me, I, I, it's a legit seven and a half. <laughs> right. And you said it was underrated. Like, you think that people may have been a little bit I think too most low. people give it, like, a maybe a five. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, a lot of people are not that high on it. It's just... You have... I guess you have to, like, really, you know, walk your Statue of Liberty to your art museum to really understand this movie. Yeah. And, it's and again, I think... When it came out, people were expecting the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. In a way that they wanted to be that good. I wasn't... I didn't come in thinking, like, oh, man, this is going to top Ghostbusters. I just went thinking, like, oh, I hope they do some of the things that I liked in Ghostbusters. And they did. Yeah. And also, comedy sequels are super fucking tough. Yeah. And this took place five years after the original. Right. So a lot of it is reminding us what happened in the first. It's true. So, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of comedy sequels, but this is my favorite Mm -hmm. comedy sequel of all time. There aren't many comedies that get sequels and trilogies uh, for that reason. There's the Hangover series. But that's the same movie. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. And it kind of gets worse with each one. Yeah. Um... Is Beverly Hills Cop a comedy? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't think it started out, but it's Eddie Murphy. So it's gonna be a. It's comedy. It's gonna be a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. No. Star Wars is a comedy. <laughs> yeah, depending on the, the depending frame. on how you on a certain point of view. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> well, from my point of like view, like when you see a, are comedy. when you see a Darth Vader Father's Day card, and you're like, you remember when he killed all those children? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Trust me. You guys voted for it, so we'll fucking get to it. You bastards. You did this. You guys. You did this. Like three episodes of just me being miserable. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. I hate like, Dude, Phantom Menace is gonna be tough. I know, and that's why I, I brought I, I asked our Phantom Menace supporter. Yeah. Guy who's been just leading a charge for Phantom Menace to come on. I can understand if you think Clone Wars is worse. There are people that have that opinion, but if you think Phantom Menace is a good movie, guys, it's tough. You're then you're going to want to tune into the next episode. <laughs> just two hours of it just like, how? How? Yeah. How? <laughs> like they let this kid on set? You kidding me? God. You kidding me? So <laughs> it's about to be it's about to be a much different mood than this movie is. Yeah, we're about we're about to Oh, no. I don't... Uh, who knows? No, I know. It's going to be bad. Yeah, you know. I know. <laughs> I, feel, I feel it in my bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... So, you know what, Bright? I think uh, that's the shoot that for is, the year. Yeah, that's that's the year. Yeah. We we did it. We survived, kind of. Well, technically. Technically. Yeah. At least half of us did. Our bodies are here. <laughs> yeah. Soul's gone. Yeah. Souls have been gone. You can't gone. vaccinate my soul. You can't. <laughs> Our souls have been gone since the lighthouse, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great episode we did though yeah it was a good time good it was time. a good episode um the lighthouses was actually yeah really good movie but uh in my opinion but um but yeah guys that's as gonna always, get a comedy sequel yeah <laughs> it's just the seagull versus uh yeah. robert Pattinson. seagull and the mermaid like what's their deal <laughs> it's it's gonna be the penguin yeah right. <laughs> um 
So yeah, so guys, that's the shoot. As always, uh, coming to the next, you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. You can hit us up Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to buy a thing, a shirt, a laptop case, a magnet, a baby onesie, you go to tpublic.com backslash Movie Mayhem Dodcast with the D. Dodcast. Uh, you can also keep an eye out for our other show, uh, Send the Invite, which right. we took a week off because it was Christmas. Right. Uh, we'll have a new episode probably this Wednesday, and then yeah, the, but yeah. At this point, I think I think in a couple in a couple weeks it'll just become our hangout podcast yeah. and not like us just trying to like torpedo it. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be us taking so once over. they start talking about video games, I'm just gonna start. <laughs> yeah. Just wait till uh, till like. Chris and Huckle's uh, podcast lets us on. Oh, it's just God. the Movie Mayhem takeover. That's right. I mean, that's what you. That's what you get. You know what happens when you invite Movie Mayhem guys on your show? Tell me. 